Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Because I don't make monkeys, I just trade them. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on My Talk Little 7 1 and live streaming all over the earth at My Talk Little I'm Jason Matheson, and joining me every single day when she's not threatening to leave me to become an overnight crime fighting vigilante, ladies and gentlemen, Alexis Thompson. I'm already doing that currently. I figured, I figured you did that. Good morning, Fluffy. Good morning, buddy. And good morning, Lexi. Good morning. Good morning and good morning to all of you. On this Tuesday, July 26, 2022, welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to your life. Welcome to Aunts and Uncles Day. Yeah, Aunts and Uncles Day. Welcome to Holistic Therapy Day. Welcome to National All or Nothing Day. Welcome to National Bagel Fest Day. Welcome to National Coffee Milkshake Day. Welcome to World Tofu Day. Welcome to One Voice Day. And welcome to your very first sip of delicious coffee. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. coffee, coffee, coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. Alexis Thompson, mm. as we cheers the folks listening to us, I ask, how the hell's your coffee? Oh, my coffee's divine. I'm sipping it without the top on normally oh. because the little rubber ring, I saw it on the table on the counter. I thought, oh, I don't need that. Yeah. That has nothing to do with my thermos. Oh, it does. Because no. it's oh. now it's spilling everywhere. Um, so I'm just drinking it with the top open. You know what? It's just as good. <laughs> you, so basically, you pulled the seal off. Basically, yeah. The little rubber <laughs> ring is sitting right there next to the coffee machine. <laughs> you know what? I remember the actual good stuff, so that's good. <laughs> How's your coffee that's today? It's all, all that matters. It's true. Mine is just divine absolutely fantastic i feel grateful to the coffee and to all of you cheers everybody let's start the show cheers Mm. Mm. Ah. um so Ah. i uh logged on to our show sheet today and i see that there's a problem in shoreview oh oh my gosh i see that there's a there's a new problem Happening in Shoreview. <laughs> What's what the hell's happening in your house? Friends, we have a crib jumper. Oh no. Oh he's my gosh. That big? Okay, well, yes, and he's been kind of testing the waters. He'll kind of lift his little butt up. Mm-hmm. And and you know, I was like, oh stop, stop, stop. You know, because you don't want to teach him new things like that, right? I mean, you could do yeah. a bunch of other things, but we need you to stay in that crib. Yes. So he kind of yeah, has been sort of doing it, and then Sunday it happened. He he woke up and was like, Mama, Baba, which is on hell, Mama, Baba, back and forth. And I thought, okay, well, I can run and go to the bathroom quickly and then go into his room and get him. Usually that's the case. I try to do it, you know, just get that over with and then go get him. So I tried to do that. And then I'm coming out of the bathroom. I look up the stairs and he's like, hi, Mama, (laughs) standing, just standing at the top of the stairs. Oh, 
And then I'm trying to make it not weird because I'm freaking out inside because, oh, he did it. How did he stick that landing? I didn't hear him. He's stealthy. And he didn't hurt himself, which is good. So he climbed out of the crib. Yep. Jumped out. Yep. And then walked to the top of the stairs. Yeah. And just looked down like, what's up? I'm awake. You're awake. We're here. (laughs) Let's do this breakfast thing, you know. I'm here. Where's my damn toast, lady? Yes. (laughs) Where's my cereal? (laughs) (laughs) Oh. <laughs> but then it got worse yesterday because on hell, you know, he does all the morning routine. Obviously, I'm here doing doing this. The, the little, you're sure the job, yeah. You got the job right, got and the so job, yeah. he said that yesterday he um what he had set his alarm. Usually it's around seven thirty, but you know he wakes the kid wakes up sometimes between six thirty and seven, yeah. And so that's his alarm generally, but he still set it just in case the alarm goes off and he wakes up. And he goes to like, wow, this is weird. Zen's not up yet. This is not normal. And he gets up out of bed and he looks on the floor. And there's Zen just playing with his toys <laughs> quietly on the floor. <laughs> he looked up at dad like, hey, what's up? What's up? Again, <laughs> You're up. I'm, I'm here, up. <laughs> you're here. Uh, let's do this. <laughs> and he took all of his little cars and lined them up on the, like, the... Uh, we have these high chairs, and he just had lined them all up on the little dowel. Are they dowlings or what are the the, the little pieces that connect the wood on the yeah, yeah, yeah. things? Of the, that's very descriptive. You know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. But yeah, he had yeah. lined up all of his little cars there, so we, we have no idea. Was he there for ten minutes or an hour? Who knows? Oh, so whew, yeah, you got prob- girl. You have we got problems. He has. He now has. He's like, remember my dog Dallas? He has containment issues. Remember how was- <laughs> Yes, he does. <laughs> he has Zen has containment issues. <laughs> oh, he does oh. have a crib that if you take it, you know, transitions to a toddler bed or a, mm-hmm. a big boy bed kind of thing. So I'm wondering if we should just take down the railing versus uh, have him, you know, acrobat but- out of there. Girl, by Thursday, he's going to have that taken down and deconstructed. What are you waiting (laughs) for? He's already, he's two steps ahead of you two. I'm telling you. He is. Yeah. (laughs) That probably needs to come down then. Mm -hmm. Especially two days in a row. You know, I thought, oh, maybe that was one day and he just happened to stick the landing and he's okay. Uh But one of these days, yeah, he's going to just roll out of there and, and, Uh and hurt himself. Yeah. He's, it's not even going to be, I don't know why you're questioning it. He's going to take care of this for you. (laughs) Right. (laughs) He is already working on this. It's going to happen. It's just amazing. I just thought, when is this going to happen? Because actually, my girlfriend's kid started jumping out of her crib at one and a half. Oh, really? Yes. That's young, right? I don't know these things. That's that's pretty young, right? It felt young because Zen wasn't doing it then. So. Oh, Lord. Oh, baby. Yeah, he's just. Wild. He's gonna be in the it's best like a little, way. He's like a little Houdini. He's gonna just be <laughs> popping up in like random places, like ha. <laughs> well, yes. Well, now his big thing is, which I secretly love it. Angel freaks out. Like we kind of, uh, you know, I'm kind of like, well, what could happen? Yeah, he falls down, but it's okay. And then Angel's like, no, 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 because he'll he used to just jump from one stair, both feet, and then just jump on the floor. Yeah. Then it started with two stairs, which is kind of scary. A little kid jumping two stairs down onto down. the landing. Well, now he's jumping three stairs. Oh. And 
I'm kind of like, yeah, good job, kid. But, um, yeah, I have to stop that behavior because eventually it'll be four or five, the whole set of stairs, you know. Okay, here's a very important question, though, with the jumping. <laughs> yeah. Does he have, does he have on hell legs? Does it look like he's going to have on hell oh. legs? Or is he going to have Alexis legs? Oh, he's got my thunder thighs. He's got Does my. He? Oh, yeah. He's got my Hungarian <laughs> shot, shot putter, putter thighs. <laughs> That's like the on hell's favorite thing. He's like, yes, he has the Thompson legs. Does he? Oh, <laughs> oh my. yeah. He said, oh, that's cute. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's, he's got really strong legs. And yeah. he, he's fast, like sprinter oh. fast. Which yeah. I know a lot of toddlers are, so, you know, but he, but he still. for sure, yeah, he's oh, built God, like, like me. That is so funny. <laughs> I, I'm i not kidding. Uh, it's, you're, you're questioning. He's coordinated. Whole, he's, he's coordinated. And yeah. he's gonna t- this is, you're not going to have options. He's just going to do it. He's <laughs> just, this is it. This That's is, what's happening. Pandora's box has been opened. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we decided we're going to get a trampoline. Because oh, yeah, just to get energy wise, I mean, I loved having one as a kid. So, yeah. I mean, it's kind of for me too, because it's just fun to jump on those big trampolines and. And are they I mean, way safer now? They've, and, they've made they've made them oh, way safer now. We're gonna get the caged one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, ours was just the, oh. we never had the protective covering no. over it. It was just the the jumping thing. But by then, my youngest brother was like six. So. Yeah. They were horrible. Again, we've talked about it for 16 oh, years. Yeah. They didn't They didn't care about us when we were kids. <laughs> they didn't have rules. Nope. They didn't have safety things. Mm-mm. Hey, guys, win a pair of tickets to Brew Love. Ronald, what? what? I'm just picturing, I just remember one time landing. <laughs> I jumped so high. We'd jump, we'd move the trampoline under a tree so that we can jump up and hold on to it. Oh, and Lord. One time I was swinging and let go. And when I landed, my legs went between the springs, straddling Rex. one of them. Oh, that hurt. It pinched oh. my inner thigh. Oof. Darn That won't happen on these trampolines that, you know, the new ones. We didn't have one. I don't think Dar trusted my coordination. She knew I was an endorsey <laughs> kid. Don't, don't. <laughs> let's just keep them inside. Let's just keep them inside watching Nods Land. Yeah, with four. My mom's like, yeah, get yeah, the trampoline. No. Jump all day long if you want. <laughs> Enter to win a pair of tickets, everyone, to Brew Love, a Ronald McDonald House Charities event at Target Field on Wednesday. Um, this is going to be great. It's going to be a fun event. It's called Brew Love, uh, July 27th, 530 to 830. Um, now, we have two we... pairs of tickets to give away today. Oh, we do. So this is a contest. Yeah, there's two of them. We have two oh. pairs. You want to do one now? Well, you know what? We Let's never do, do a contest this early. Let's do it right now. Uh, six five one six four one one zero seven one. You're gonna win uh, a ticket to this. You'll be on the guest list. Two tickets. And two tickets. You're gonna get a commemorative sampling glass, samples from pers- participating craft beverage producers, and uh, heavy appetizers Ooh. from select Target Field vendors. Six six four one one zero seven one. And uh, and your and uh, Lexi will open up the phone lines. That's Call right. Number- yep. Caller seven wins. That's right. We're gonna take a break. When we come back, the problem. With new jobs, with this job, when we come back. She asked me if there's any extra weight I carry. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk and streaming worldwide in our My Talk app. I'm Jace with Lex. Dawn continues her leave. We love you, Dawn. Lexi filling in on the board, and we're grateful. Um, mm-hmm. I mentioned yesterday that Colin got a new job. And uh, I was really happy for him, really proud of him. It was I his felt first like day, too, right? It was his first day. 
shoes. Sent them off with number two pencils and. Oh, isn't the best back keeper. to school shopping? Yeah, I got him a trapper keeper Lex and nice little light up shoes when he walks down the hall. <laughs> I got him the whole thing. Anyway, <sighs> so he works for um, I. I don't. I don't know if I have permission, and I'm not going to. Lord knows, I don't want to get in trouble. Uh, but he works for. I'll just say this. Um, he's um, uh, he works for a big company downtown now, um, and I, I think that's all right to say. Yeah. So I I get home or he gets home yesterday, and uh, he walked in. He had a big smile on his face, which it's been a long time since that's happened, and I felt like a '50s housewife. I, Lex, it was so funny, and this was unintentional, but. Before he came home, we have um, there's construction going on in our house. We're um, the 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 owner is redoing our bedroom bathroom, so uh, I'm sure Dawn talked about it when uh, she was filling and when uh, she was house sitting. Oh yeah. So uh, it's all taped up and it looks like NASA's coming to get ET, and it's just it's dusty and it's just you know it's been it, and it's been a while. So I got sick of it, sick of it. And last week I was. I was I was not in the mood to clean, so I was cleaning the house yesterday. I, I like I did a deep uh, brooming, a, a deep sweep of our floors. Got all the dog hair. Anyway, yeah, and oh, that feels so good, doesn't oh, it? Oh, Lex, it felt so good. And I was vacuuming, and just as I finished vacuuming, I heard the door open, and I started giggling to myself because I thought I feel like freaking Donna Reed, you know, like, and it was around five o'clock, you know, the stereotypical time to come home from work. <laughs> oh, my husband's so, home. I know. So I come from my, seriously, Lex. Oh, but I did have the grill going. Oh, I had okay. it heating up, Lex. So I walk out and he goes, hi, honey, I'm home. I'm like, oh my God, this is like full house or Donna Reed or leave it to beaver or something. Yeah. And, uh, and he had a big old smile on his face. He was, it was, he had a really great first day, but here's the reason I'm bringing this up. So I said, Oh, you know, how was everybody? He's like, Oh, great. I had lunch with my boss. They had a little mixer at the W. Um, so he got to meet a lot of people on his, in his department, on his team. Cause he has a team. And, uh, he said, Oh, Jace, he said, my boss is a, my talker. And when they sent out the email, because, <laughs> you know, they, they made the announcement of, hey, we have a new team member, Colin Matheson. He lives in the north. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. Com. North Loop. He has a dog. He has two dogs. He has a French bulldog and a boxer. He loves going to Disney World. And Colin's boss um, told him at lunch, they had a little lunch yesterday, that um, she immediately received once the email was sent out, she received three or four follow-up emails to her going, is this Colin from like Jason and Colin from my talk? So there are a lot of my talkers at this company. So uh, I was like, Oh, I'm so I go, I go, well, did that annoy you or did that help you? And he's like, I think it helped because 
you know, it was kind of an icebreaker because they already kind of knew me. And I said, oh, th- that's good. That's really, really, really good. So uh, to all of his coworkers, because they're listening right now, they're probably right about now. Oh. Hi, everybody yeah, at the company. Hey. I'm not going to name yet, but, uh, <laughs> but thanks for being nice to my husband. I appreciate that. Oh. So, no, it was it was good. And I said, to, you know what I was thinking, Lex? And, and it's, hey, it's a blessing. I, you know. I re- I forget it's been so long since you and I have had like a first day like that. We've worked at the same company for so long and I'm not complaining, but I I not envious, but I was so excited for Colin. I kept thinking about him all day. I was like, "Okay, it's 11. I think he's at his lunch with his boss and right now he's probably, you know, filling out all the I don't know. It was just those first days whether it's school or jobs. <sighs> are just exciting and nerve-wracking all at the same time. And for a partner to go, okay, to be supportive and be excited, and it's just, it's really fun. You feel like you're on the ride, too. Absolutely. Just, um, you know, to hear about it later. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) So that's pretty fun. I, I couldn't, I was really excited for her to come home, and then, we we went out for a little uh, a little congratulatory dinner, and he was telling me everything and how his day. He's like, God, I have to. I have a card key, you know, to get into anything, and I have a cubicle, <laughs> and, and and he hasn't been in the corporate world for a while, so this is all very very new to him. And um, I don't know. I, I was just so proud and happy for him, and and. Anyone that's experienced that first day, you know what that's like, and the fact that they're co- the fact that they're my talkers, Lex, yeah. is a big. I was loving that. that yes, loving when we have my talkers. Of course. Well, that's yeah. amazing. You're, hopefully, um, that will, yeah, start some friendships there. I hope so. I easier. said, yeah, I hope it helps. Yeah, I said, I hope it makes it easier for you. A little, you know, it's a, it's an entry point. Hey, you can, and there's yeah. a couple. Couple Disney fans, a Disney World fans there. They listen to the podcast, so I was like, "See, you have this is good. This is your. This is gonna be good." So oh, he's that's listening. Awesome. But he, this is what I love though, Lex. He has to wake up now consistently a little earlier than he used to. Mm-hmm. So if I'm being very honest, Lex, I kind of love that. <laughs> I love that he can't sleep in anymore. That makes me happy sadistically. Because he's up right now, and I'm really happy about that. <laughs> hey, Colin, good morning. Good morning. Welcome to 6 a.m. <laughs> We're going to take a break, everyone. Uh, when we come back, uh, speaking of jobs, how would you like to be the chief candy officer? Alexis will tell you about that when we come back. Back in a moment. Welcome back to the morning part A. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk and streaming worldwide on our My Talk app. I'm Jace with Lex. I will tell you though, Lex. Yes. I'm um, with all this construction. Uh, I don't know if you and Angel have this situation or you at home listening, but uh, Colin gets ready in one bathroom. And because of the early hour that mm. I get ready, I get ready in another bathroom. And now we're sharing a bathroom. Oh, how's that going? <laughs> He's in my bathroom now. Um, mm-hmm. so, I, so his stuff was on my little counter. And I'm like, you know, I'm an only child. So I like my space and things. So I had to move his little get ready bag. And I was like, okay, when is this construction <laughs> going to be over? So you can go back in the new bed. He asked me, he goes, 
Well, now that the bathroom's going to be all new and fancy, are you going to get ready in that one? I go, no, I'm fine. Yeah, my stuff's here. I got this. Thank you, Lex. I'm good in the I'm gl- I'm good in the 2010 remodeled bathroom. That's fine. You can have that. <laughs> you can have the new fancy one. I'm I'm just fine. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, we got our rebath bathroom, right? And yes. Oh, that's right. After, and that was well. That was one where we weren't, it wasn't really defined, that bathroom. But once we got that done, I was like, mine, 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 mine. <laughs> I'll take the new one. <laughs> right? And luckily he was like you. He was like, that's okay. It's fine. Yeah. I'll be over here. And I'm like, good. No. And truth be told, Colin is so, well, you've heard, I mean, you know, his characteristics. Colin is very organized. He's very clean. Colin is extremely clean. So if I'm going to share a bathroom with anyone, it's going to be my husband. So oh, yes. it's just fine. But I would get like used him. to it, Jace. <laughs> it's still two more weeks, Lex. Two more weeks of Dang, construction. They, yeah. gotta, they I should know. have called Rebat. They get it done in five days. Seriously. I was like, it's been a month. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, but it's going to be beautiful, I'm sure. Yeah. Our, our uh, The guy that owns the place, he has really good taste and consulted with us. And he sent us the stuff while we were at Disney. And we're like, okay, approve, approve. The gays approve. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, speaking of jobs, I mentioned Colin got a new job. Uh, Here's another job to talk about. Chief Candy Officer. What is this? Oh, my gosh, you guys. You want to be a CCO? CCO? This is a sweet job. There is a candy company called Candy Funhouse, and they're looking for candidates with an extensive palette and, of course, we'll go through training, but golden taste buds and an obvious sweet tooth. This is a $100,000 job. It's a real what? job. It's listed on LinkedIn and, of course, on their website as well. But they want to have this person part of the Funhouse candy strategy, of course, to taste all of the candies, help them decide which ones to offer, also run candy board meetings as well. <laughs> Candy board meetings. And they say that there will be chocolate flowing through your veins. This will be a candy adventure that we have all planned and can't wait for the candidate. Now, I was looking at the qualifications for this. Okay. Kindergartners can also apply. Oh, gosh. Okay. Five and up. No, $100,000 is what they get, Jesus. Yeah, but... but they're not going to give a kindergartner $100,000. Okay, maybe they will. Maybe they will. Okay. Yeah, well, they're also looking for other jobs as well. There's three total. So they're looking for that candy taster. They're okay. looking for a social media personality. Okay. A search engine optimization copywriter, SEO copywriter. And a, sh- to a kindergartner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> like figuring out your Google searches and the best way to figure that out, which they might actually do a better job. Yeah. Um, and a Shopify developer to get their online store on point. So Shopify, I know that. Do you know that's a they they do online marketplaces for like merch. So if you're like an influencer or whatever, or you and yeah. I could do it. Shop- I, I actually that's where I built my website. Is it where you that built is? it? Yep, Lex in the cities. <gasps> yep, I built it that during the pandemic. Oh, selling those little crochet babies. <gasps> Did uh, you like it? I, it was, you know, for me, I had to watch it, it. It was, I had to watch a bunch of YouTube videos, but I'm really grateful because I feel like I've learned a new skill. I always thought that Uh-oh. I needed to hire someone to do it. You're so good now at this. And now oh. I just was like, you know what? I can try this. Why not? And so um, 
yeah, I feel pretty good about it. I've had a few shop launches. Yeah. So, um, I, you know, I want to start doing more, of course, on the website with, you know, linking and blogging and things like that. But, um, well, linking my videos that, and things like that. But that is a we're whole there. <laughs> new world, girl. That is a whole, that is so fascinating yeah. to me. I researched a little bit. That's how I was a little familiar with it. I researched it a little bit during a weekend at the cabin. I was like, oh, you know, yeah. merch would be fun. And then I found, you know, everyone recommended Shopify. I'm like, how the hell does this work? Oh, it's so. Yeah, yeah Jace, you'll excel for sure once well, you get the uh, hang of it. And they also have a perfect, like people in the business that will, if you have you. any, yeah, any issues. It's just like eBay. They're so good. If you have any, if you're a seller on eBay or you want to be a seller on eBay, they have great customer service that you can just call and ask any question. Um, this chief candy officer again. Yeah. Where, where did you say? Where do you have to be based, or is it at home? You, it's um, a, it's well, a, a. Oh yeah, no. They basically they want you just to be in the United States. Of course, oh, they're going to tra- have you travel to do the testing and stuff. Now, with a five year old, of course, you could, the the kid will stay where he or she is. But yeah, um, yeah, it, it can be anywhere okay. in the, in North America. Actually, not just the United States. So Canada. Um, but it's yeah, it will be remote mostly. That's a good job. Mm-hmm. They have offices in Newark and um, Ontario. It looks like. Oh. And so you can. Uh, I'll put a link up to this. You you have until the end of August to apply. Okay. At Candy Funhouse. I have more sweet news, yes. and then I have more uh, dad joke material. So Ooh. the Choco Taco. Is dead. Did you hear about this, Lex? I don't even know what shot is that. Is that a an ice cream taco? Yeah, it's from I believe the people that make Klondike. Okay, all right. And so yes, I do know. Yeah, it's gone. What? It's uh, forty years old. What? And they're not going to make it anymore. Yeah, Klondike. So if you guys don't know, it's a taco shaped uh, thing, vanilla ice cream in a waffle cone that's shaped like a taco cone of the taco shell. Yeah. And then on top of it is milk chocolate and peanuts. And I'm not kidding. The Choco Taco was real good, is real good. And I don't I can't believe the sales are that low because I like it better than a Klondike bar. Oh, so, really? Oh, absolutely. I guess it doesn't have the same ring of uh, what would you do for a Choco Taco? No. <laughs> oh. I've actually I've never had one and maybe oh, that's the problem. Like yeah, you would really like it. Well, I have news on the Chaco Taco funeral. Uh here's a little update. Oh. Yeah, I found this. Take a listen. Okay. Here's the latest from the funeral of the Chaco Taco. <laughs> when people heard about them being discontinued, they fell apart. <laughs> the pain is so real, nobody wants to talk about it. <laughs> when Klondike made the decision, we thought they were nuts. The inside scoop? (laughs) Klondike waffled on production because they didn't want to work on Sundays. My response to Klondike? What the fudge? I'm not your friend anymore. People searching for Choco Tacos in the future are on a rocky road. Mm -hmm. And finally, without my Choco Tacos, I will be a shell of a man. Reporting from the Choco Taco funeral, Ivan halted. Thank you, Ivan. There we go. Yeah. (laughs) Full of dad jokes and uh, oh, great puns. Ice cream and, puns, yeah. yeah. Great ice cream puns, yeah. There we go. <laughs> no, that, uh, I love I love those. And then my grandma used to give me, and I know they better not get rid of these, drumsticks. You've had drum. <gasps> oh, you like drumsticks, right? I love right? the drumstick, yeah. yes. I guess I imagine the Choco Taco just in a taco shape. But it, it is, is a drumstick flavor. 
Yes, the Choco Taco is in a taco shape, but I'm saying the drumstick has a similar taste profile. Yes, yes. So if you are going to mourn the death of the Choco Taco, do not worry. You can get that same flavor profile in the beloved drumstick. Thank you. Very nice. We're here for you, everybody. Thank you. There's been your treat news. We've told you how to get a job yeah. that require that all about candy, and now I've told you what treat uh, to get that will satisfy your Choco Taco needs. So, <laughs> there we go. whoa! Did you see Alexis Ohanian? Uh, you know the Reddit guy and Venus Williams' husband. Uh-uh. He wants to buy the rights to Choco Taco to keep it going. He needs to. He needs to. But sometimes, you know, you this this. Well, no, it okay. it works for like a day because there's good publicity. It's like remember when they brought back the Twinkie? Everyone, yeah. uh, everyone's love of Twinkie came out, but then it fades quickly. Okay, it fades. Yeah, good point. Yep. Hmm. Hey guys, the Cat Video Festival is Thursday, August fourth, presented by Origin Pet Foods and David with First Equity. Tickets are on sale right now. Uh, One dollar from each ticket goes to our charity partner, the Animal Humane Society. Go to our website for more information. My Talk Radio Seven Hundred One. Dot com. When we come back, I saw Nope uh, this week. I'll give you a big, fat movie review when we come back. Oh, baby, you know my life. Jason and Alexis in the morning, hour one, right here on My Talk and streaming worldwide in our My Talk app. I'm Jace with Lex and Lexi filling in for Dawn, who continues her leave. We love you, Dawn. Mm-hmm. And uh, we usually do uh, big fat movie reviews in the fir- second or third hour, but you know what? Well, we're feeling the love for the first hour, yeah. Especially we, get, we did a contest, and now a big fat movie oh, review. How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? My big fat movie review. I saw Jordan Peele's Nope uh, on Sunday night uh, with Kyle and. Uh, I don't want to give too much about the plot. Uh, if you have seen the trailer, that's about all you should see before going in. Ooh, okay. Um, it is about a brother and sister, Daniel Kaluuya and uh, Kiki Palmer, who run and own a horse training or like a horse farm for Hollywood. Um, it's been in the uh, their family for decades and on this ranch in California, some strange things start to happen. Ooh. And um, otherworldly things start to happen. And that's all I'm really going to say. Um, other than I did not love this movie. Really? Yeah. Should we start calling I, you Logan Paul? <laughs> yeah. Oh, why? Did, did you, Logan? Did you see? I guess he, no. he tweeted out. Just He said it's one of the worst movies he's seen in a long time he said he's, he he loves jordan peele and kiki palmer she can act her her ass off but this movie is objectively slow and confusing with stretched themes that don't justify the pace and he's just getting ripped on twitter that he has no idea what filmmaking is about that it's actually essentially about him i don't know exactly what that means not seeing it but um um it's about spectacle it's about ta- i mean Look, um, uh, I cannot believe this is a joke. 
that you have put me in a position where I'm defending Logan Paul. <laughs> I despise him. Right. Um, I despise him. However, uh-huh. calm down, Twitter. Yeah. Um, wow. Uh, He's getting skewered. Okay. I know I love Jordan Peele, too. But it's all right for somebody, and I think even Mr. Peel would agree, mm-hmm. it's all right, even though he is not not the shiny new thing because he's been around for decades. But I know it's unpopular to criticize him because everyone loves him, and I do too, but Logan is kind of right. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, I, and I get the themes that I think Jordan was going for. I get the references. I get the movies. I love cinema. I, I I get what he was trying to do. I get his commentary on Hollywood. I get all of it. Yeah. Um. I, all the little nuance. You know. For instance, I said this yesterday, Lex. I mean, people can laugh, but Jordan Peele is very intentional in all of the small roles that he casts. It's not just oh, that's let's get that actress. He usually has a purpose. For instance, Donna Mills is in the movie, and I've joked about it for a while. She's in the movie. Well, the reason she's in it, other than the fact that she auditioned and she did a good job, is because she is in a 1971 movie with Clint Eastwood, play Misty for Me, that Jordan Peele likes, and it's a Western. Ah, Um, because they are saying this is like a sci-fi Western. Not Western, yeah, but yes. And it was... uh, uh, with Clint Eastwood. And then the, the the director in this movie is the son of Anthony Perkins from Psycho. Oh, okay. Another film that Jordan enjoys. Look, uh, I shouldn't say uh, uh, Play Misty for me is a Western. It's not. But anyway, um, it, it's kind of a thriller. I, I get all of that. but yeah. But Logan is right. There's a large chunk of the back half of this movie where the air is kind of let out of the balloon from the first half. The first half is really great. The first, I would even give it the first 50 minutes, or I'm sorry, the first hour is fantastic. It's creepy. It's intriguing. You're trying to figure out, you know, as an audience, and I don't mind putting work in as an audience member. You're trying to figure out what is he trying to say here? Um, How does the first sequence, I'm not going to say anything. How does the first sequence connect thematically to the movie and what he's trying to say? And I, I I loved all of it, but wow, the back half is the pacing is all wrong and you get real bored and, and, and you get to the point where you're just like, okay, I don't really care. I didn't care anymore. Um, about what happened. Yeah. Okay. Um, We had, there was a couple next to us or down the way that walked out of the movie. Um, So not that that's indicative of anything, but yeah, I walked out. So the New Yorker saying it's one of the greatest movies about filmmaking. So is that, (sighs) is there, is it kind of like a commentary Um, on itself? It's, it's, it's a commentary on Hollywood. Okay, and and the price of spectacle and the price of um, exploitation, <sighs> exploitation, and um, the erasing of history of certain mm. history, and and again, 
all of that is worthy and all of that is is brilliantly told in the first hour, it is the back hour because it's two hours and 11 minutes okay. where I'm just kind of like, okay. And the, the end end was very much for me like, that's it? Does so, it feel like it's setting up for some another film? No. Okay. All right. No, it is a self. No, it's very, very self-contained. Now, I can't believe I'm going to say this. Logan Paul is also right. Kiki Palmer is almost better than the movie. Mm. Kiki Palmer is fantastic. Oh, my gosh, is she fantastic. Um, Daniel's, Daniel's fine. Um, Kiki's way better. Uh, and the, 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 the other cast members. Yeah, they're all fun. Okay. Uh, There's a guy that, uh, plays, uh, a clerk at an electronic store. He's amazing. I think he's going to be a big star. Keep an eye out for him. I want to give him due credit here. Hold on a minute. Does it feel creepy though? I, are you, yes, the first hour. Absolutely. And does it, okay. So is it, um, because of a Western, sci-fi film like it's it doesn't feel like this could happen in your real life that <laughs> it's it, in that kind of freaky a little bit okay, i mean okay. yeah yeah again the first hour holy crap is very very creepy so it's more and psychological not like bloody and no, gory is no, what i'm asking no. okay there's a little gore but St- uh steven yin from uh walking dead's oh, good yeah. in it uh, okay. You know, I love him. Yeah. Lord knows I love him. Uh, the young man's name is Brandon Pri- uh, Piera, uh, P- Paria. Okay. Um, he plays, uh, well, Angel. <laughs> he plays Angel uh, Torres in the movie. Um, he's really good. Keep an eye out for that young man. He's he's going to be in a lot of things. Um, huh. Okay. Yeah, so disappointed. Are you saying don't see it or? No, I'm not. Don't say nope to it. <laughs> Go see it okay. because it is it, it's eliciting all sorts of reaction, which I love. Yeah. I think it's great that there's good conversation. I, I don't like that people uh, like you. Uh, I don't like the fact that people are not allowing folks to criticize Jordan Peele. He's not untouchable. I don't even think Jordan Peele would like that. Yeah, I, I, They're trying to shut down Logan Paul. There's a lot of reasons to shut down that guy. But just because he doesn't like this movie, I don't like that. I, I And again, I don't think that Jordan Peele would. I like the the fun of this is the dialogue. Yeah. People having different like opinions and working it out. It's that's, you know, that's the sign of a good movie. And visually, I, it's worth it to see it at the theater. Yeah, it feels yeah, like absolutely. that. Absolutely. It's very it feels Spielberg. epic in that way. Yeah. Yes. You can tell who is inspir- who is an inspiration to Jordan you can tell the filmmakers he likes because he pays great tribute to them. Um, this Aww. is this is a big budget movie. Um, it's just the back half kind of ruins it. So yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, there we go. No hmm. playing right now. I would be very curious, Lex, what you would think. I really would. Yeah, I, I, um, you make me want to see it. I do too because I would. I, I really wonder how you would come out of it. So we're gonna take a break. The seven o'clock hour starts right after this.